Hello and welcome to another edition of the Tigers Down Under. I'm your host for this evening, Lauren, back for 2020, and I'm joined by Alex. How are you, Alex? Uh, I'm good, Lauren. I could have been better if uh, if we picked up the three points last weekend, but yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it was a disappointing um, defeat for City um, this weekend against Fulham, um, which needs to have a recurring theme whenever City have a chance to go into the top six. I know that some people were, fingers crossed, not jinxing it by talking about it, but how did you find the game? Yeah, look, it was a really frustrating one. Um, there's not a whole lot to say about the quality of the game when you look at the number of shots each side had. It's not very uh, enthralling as a fixture. Uh, and to be honest, I actually went to bed at halftime because I just couldn't couldn't, uh, couldn't bear to stay, stay up for a second half that looked like it was going to go pretty much the same way as the first half, which you know it ended up doing. Um, it is a real shame. Um, we sort of talk about it week in, week out, that... Whenever we get the chance to move into the top six, whenever we have a big fixture um, and and have that chance, we always seem to blow it. Um, people say we're getting a bit afraid of heights, not wanting to go much higher than 12th, 13th, which seems to be our lot this season. Um, I mean, we sort of talked about it the other week, myself and Dan, about the fact that at least this season, unlike last season, it's not a do-or-die situation each week. We can drop the odd game and we're still in with a shout and and that that still is the case we're only three points outside the top six at the moment so uh, it's not the end of the world um, at this stage but it was a really disappointing display and and you know people have highlighted that it's just the fact that we have such a limited um, number of attacking options Um, if Grzycki and Bowen don't run the show um, which they arguably didn't on the day um, we really are in trouble we don't really have that many options to, to change the game up um, I thought I thought it was great to see Eves get another go after obviously scoring the hat trick against Rotherham in the in the cup, but uh, he probably needs a little bit more support. Um, I guess maybe this wasn't a great fixture for him right after the Rotherham game. Maybe if it would have been a slightly easier opponent, if he'd bagged another goal, he would have got a bit more momentum. But Fulham are a tough opponent. We were really you know flattering to de- flattering to deceive in our three 0 win away at Fulham, which might have uh, might have uh, given us a bit of overconfidence heading into this one. So, it, it, look, it's an unfortunate result, but we sort of pick ourselves up. We've got another big game this weekend against Derby, uh, and we see what happens. Yeah, well, hopefully we can crack that top six and keep moving on, but we'll see what happens. Um, who are your standouts on the pitch, and what positives can we take from the game? I know you said Eves, but anyone else? Well, look, I think it's positive that he started. I don't necessarily know if he was one of the um, the better players on, on the ground. Um, look, it, it's hard to pick out too many key performers. I think for what he had to do in the game, Long had a decent display. The goal, I don't think there's much you can do about that sort of finish. Uh, it was just a very tidy finish from Cavallero. Um, I thought Pennington was decent enough again. I think he's proving me wrong to an extent in, in thinking that we need to get another fullback. So if he can keep those displays up as, as a deputy fullback, I think that's really great to see. Um, outside of that, I mean, I thought Bowen and Grzycki were pretty quiet. I think Grzycki had a couple of chances. Um, so it, it's it's harsh to say that they weren't in the game at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, the midfield in general was just pretty non-existent. I didn't think Irvine in particular had a very good game. I think he needs 
probably to be to be rested. Um, it's interesting. We we seem to rotate the midfield a lot. And we had uh, I think it was the silver. The Silver Kane and Irvine started this fixture after Honeyman had had a couple of decent games. Um, but we don't ever tend to see Irvine rotated. He seems to be one of the three that really is kind of protected in that rotation. Um, I think he probably needs a bit of a rest. But, yeah, look, unfortunately, I don't think there was too many standouts on the pitch. I thought Lopez had a decent enough game. Again, he's he's definitely been one of our better performers this season, which um, which is always good to see. And then, yeah, I guess, you know, looking at positives out of the game, we're still in touching distance of the top six. Um, we have better fixtures coming up. I think I saw a stat that we've only got one more team in the top six to play this season, which uh, is pretty remarkable given it's still only January. Um, or maybe it's only one more, more fixture at home, I'm not sure. Um, so that's always a positive, that if we've got potentially easier fixtures coming up as well, it can set us up for a decent run towards the end of the season. Awesome. Now it is signing season and there is speculation, um, well, it has been speculation for the last few days that City are closing in on Martin Samuelson. What do you think he can add to the side? Can he help us crack that top six? Yeah, look, I mean, we've sort of been linked um, back and forth between a couple of players in the last week, I would say. Uh, Wilkes from Barnsley has been one on the radar for, you know, months and months now and one that doesn't seem to go away. Samuelson's a more recent one that's kind of popped up uh, and I think when, when McGann said after the game on the weekend that we'd agreed a fee for a player, everyone assumed it was going to be Wilkes, uh, it's looking more and more likely that it's Samuelson and that should hopefully be announced almost, you know, as, as, as we're speaking or as the podcast gets uploaded, which would be great. Um, look, I, I think he does offer something that we don't necessarily have at the moment. I think Bowler on the other wing is a really speedy option and, and he's almost cut from the same cloth as Grzycki to an extent. You know, he's got that speed he can cut in. Uh, and also deliver a great cross. I think Samuelson's more the sort of player, if anything, he's sort of cut from the Bowen cloth, of, of more tricky with his feet, more skillful. Uh, he's a bit lightweight, so that's my only real concern with him at this stage is whether he's up to playing in the championship. Um, but if he's going to be seen as another option on, on the wing, as an attacking option, I think that's great. I think we need a few more options up there. We, we've sort of been evident the last few weeks that when the going gets tough or when we need to change the game, there's not a whole lot we can look to the bench to, to throw on the pitch. I think Lewis Potter's done fantastically. I think Bowler's done great off the bench as well. Um, but, you know, having another couple of options, which we would have liked to have seen with Milinkovic, which he really just hasn't come on at all. Um, I think, from my opinion at least, I think Samuelson's coming in as a Milinkovic replacement. I don't think we can read, as I said last week, I don't think we can read too much into it about Bowen um, and whether he's... Um, where he's going going anywhere um, and if anything it sounds as if the talk today and yesterday is that Bowen's looking more and more likely that he's staying this window um, but yeah look it'll be interesting I think I think it's it's good that we've got Samuelson um, if if that is the case if he does sign today and, and I'll be looking forward to seeing what he can add to the side So do you think City would be looking to sign anyone else in this window? Or still just working on Sally Milinkovic and Henriksen? Yeah, I, I think at this stage it's a case of trying to sell players before we bring anyone anyone else in. I know that there's been a bit of talk about uh, Dicko also being sold. I think he's in the last six months of his deal. So um, I think there's interest in, in moving him on, clearing his wages off the books before we try to bring anyone else in. Um, and obviously Henriksen's the other one with the big wages that we really need to, um, to move on. Um, I think he... 
he's sort of saying he's still weighing up his next move and um, and he'll see what happens there. But I think any other moves would sort of rely on that. Um, I, I know that there's been reports in the last few days that we've been interested in, in trying to get a kid from Chelsea, Uakwe, uh, I think is how it'd be pronounced. Um, and look, I don't know a whole lot about him, whether he's another option to add to that attacking midfield or if he's more of a defensive midfielder. I actually really don't know too much at all. But, you know, it's always promising if, if there's a couple of clubs in a race for a player, if we can emerge at the front of the queue and, and grab the player, then it's got to be a positive to get a wanted player. Um, and, you know, Chelsea have been known to churn out a few pretty decent players as well. So, look, um, that's an interesting one as well to keep an eye on. But, yeah, look, at this stage, I think it's definitely more about the outs than the ins. Yeah, definitely. Um, so coming up to this weekend, City have Derby. So we beat them earlier in the season. Um, do you think we should have some confidence heading to this game? I mean, we should, shouldn't we? Yeah, I mean, it's always a bit more comfortable going into a game when you've won the fixture earlier in the season. Um, although we can see with the Fulham and the Forest results as well that it doesn't necessarily pan out that way in the second game. Um, they've been travelling pretty poorly this season. Um, so they're coming 17th in the table at the moment, um, which isn't the season that they were after with uh, some of the recruits that they brought in. Bruni on big wages as well, playing a couple of games so far for them. Um, it's probably the, the, the really interesting component of this matchup, um, having not been there for the first game this season. Um, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. They've only won two of their last five, though. So, um, look, it's a game that we should be going into with a bit of confidence. And we seem to be playing a little bit better against maybe those mid-table teams at the moment. Um, bot- bottom teams seem to be a bit of a banana peel, and, and the top teams are kind of putting us away at the moment, um, as, as seen with um, the way that Fulham played against us. But... Look, if we can go to Derby, we can pick up the points. Um, sounds like it's going to be a pretty big crowd there as well, which is always good. Um, hopefully pretty decent away following, backing the players. A um, few familiar faces in their ranks. I think Davies is, is currently back in the side at centre-back. I don't know if Huddleston's fit at the moment, but it'll be interesting to see if he's playing. Uh, and look, you know, always go there hoping for the three points, and I guess we just see what happens. So do you have a score prediction for this one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to back away from City. I think, I mean, uh, look, I, I want to say that we'll edge it two one. I do have a bad feeling it could end up being a draw, maybe a one one. Um, it just seems a little bit in the league that our scoring has dried up a, a touch. Um, so whether we can get on the score sheet and try and turn that around would be great. If we can get like a two nil or a three nil win, would be fantastic. Um, but, yeah, look, I'll say 2-1, but not with a whole heap of confidence. Okay. So, it's time for football flashback of the week. Um, and we're not flashing back too far this um, this week. We're only looking back to last season. And we had a terrific win against Sheffield Wednesday. So, with two goals from Bowen and one from Campbell, which gave us the win. Um, what are your memories of this game? Yeah, I mean, look, it was only last season, so it's not too long ago. It was a fantastic game, and um, you look at recent matches with Chef Wednesday, and we really do seem to have the wood over them at the moment, um, so they wouldn't be too fond of us. Um, look, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a good win, and it's sort of one of those fixtures that uh, we're talking about this season where um, last season it became a bit of a do-or-die situation with making the playoffs, and this is one of those games where as our, as our hopes were starting to fade about making the playoffs, we started to pick up the odd win and kind of give us a bit of hope again, fleeting as it was. Um, 
Bowen unplayable on his day was fantastic. Uh, Campbell as well. It's you know it's it's funny looking back on that game and thinking. I mean, you, you have to wonder what Campbell would have brought to this side this season. Um, I don't think he's had a whole lot of opportunity at Huddersfield, which is a shame. And, and they're not travelling too well. I'm sure I'm sure he would have gone there thinking he'd be able to help them try and make a push back to the Premier League. Um, so look, you look at. It, look, it's a really weird one because you look at the the wages or the, the at least the um, transfers that we've sort of been doing under McGann and you have to wonder why it was that we weren't able to find a way to keep Campbell last season um, because I think he would have, with no disrespect to Eves, I mean, even if we'd brought in Eves as sort of his backup, um, I think that would have been a much more preferable situation where Eves wasn't having that pressure of playing week in, week out for us and sort of seeing, you know, wondering where the next goal is going to come from. Um so it's it's a real shame that Campbell's not in the side anymore, and you have to wonder how we'd be travelling if we did have him. Um, but it, it, look, it's fun looking back on last season, and there were some pretty enjoyable results last season. Um, we had some pretty big wins as well over Fulham and, and a few other sides, uh, not Fulham, uh, Bolton and a few other sides. So um, this one in particular was great fun, and uh, you know it's always enjoyable to beat Chef Wednesday, um, and you know get their supporters moaning and whinging one more time um, about how they've got such a bigger fan base than us, but yet they can't seem to get a win over us. So always enjoyable. Well, thanks for joining us for this week's podcast. As always, come on, Tigers. Come on, City. You've been listening to the official Hull City Australia podcast. For more discussion, join us on Facebook in the Hull City AFC Australian Supporters Group or follow us on Twitter at Hull City AFC Oz. The music was created by Amber and Black. There's no turning back, cause you're amber and black till you die.